This is Sligo Rovers goalkeeper Gary Rogers, and you're listening to the League of Ireland Gold Match Podcast. Huge results for St. Pat's and Sligo Rovers in Europe, but they're only halfway there. Dundalk and Derry lose out at home, but it's been much better from Irish clubs in Europe this year. This is League of Ireland Goalmout. I'm Dave O'Grady. You can follow the show on Twitter. Just search for the hashtag LOI. I'll be joined by Goal Ireland's Jack Gallagher shortly, but first I'm delighted to have new Limerick manager Martin Russell on the show. Martin, firstly, congratulations on the new position. No doubt you're delighted with the new challenge ahead. It's definitely a big challenge, Dave. Um, again, the potential at Limerick is, um, is, is, what, is what's made me come down here. Um, we're trying to progress things, and you know, from now to the end of the season, we'll try and do as well as we can in the league. But there is a bigger picture down here going forward, and um, I'm, I'm very much excited by it. Thanks. And Martin, the first league game in charge, I think, is going to be against Sligo Rovers on the 26th of July. Is it a good thing or a bad thing, the little bit of a gap before your first game? You could argue it allows you to maybe stamp your authority on the team. It gives you a bit of breathing space, Dave. Um, I think we've had also we've had one or two little slight illnesses, not major, but during this week. So, you know, they'll be cleared up by by next weekend. So, all in all, I think it's not a bad thing that we've had this little break and um, we can, you know, we can focus on Sligo. Albeit that, you know, that game could well be in doubt now, depending on how well uh, Sligo do next week um, in their return leg against uh, Rosenberg. Yeah, and have you been happy with how things have gone so far? I'd say they were all very welcoming because it's a club certainly on the move. It is. And, um, I mean, again, the people down here, all they want to do is the club to do well. The players, you know, the applications that have come in has been great. I'm still looking. I'm still finding my way around the place. And, um, as I said, it's the early days, and um, hopefully things will progress, and we'll have a look at what's needed in the immediate term and then also down the road you know yeah and what do you think it is needed so far like immediately really at Limerick I suppose you know eight in the table no doubt in need of some consistency because we have seen pretty good performances over the past few months Martin yeah I mean again that word consistency again is probably one of the aspects that's been like it in terms of what I've been hearing and that I've seen you know on the day and known from the league as well each one is capable of beating each other you know um in terms of amassing the points that make us, you know, uh, look forward to Premier Division football next year. That's the priority. But we're also going to try and do it in a positive manner in terms of playing football that's entertaining and that, um, you know, gets more people to come in and watch the the first team. Yeah, indeed. And I suppose aims for the season. I mean, no doubt you're making short-term goals firstly and maybe to perhaps mm. push Limerick up the table. And, and you know what they say, especially in the League of Ireland, Martin, if you go on a little bit of a run, you're you're right up there. Yeah, I mean, it is competitive. I mean, you only have to look at, you know, the position that we're in. I mean, again, there's people chasing from behind, but we're also capable of, you know, getting up two or three places quite quickly with a run of wins. So, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on what's above and trying to catch the ones ahead of us um, as quick as possible we know again each game is a tough game in the league and we'll have to be our best to do that You mentioned about the facilities there Martin and obviously there's been exciting things happening off the field at Limerick um, was that probably one of the reasons why it was such an appealing role for yourself you probably feel the club is moving in the right direction of course Limerick's a club that didn't really get sucked into the uh, crazy spending during boom time 
Yeah, I mean, and they've only recently returned to the Premier Division as well. So, you know, they're new to that. But in terms of wanting to progress as much as possible, um, they put underage structures in place um, in the academy. They've also just um, purchased the, the, the new area for the um, training ground and academy training and so forth on Bruff. So it, it's a club that's very much focused on the future and wanting to do what's right. So in terms of um, that, it, it, it's very positive. Uh, it's important that, you know, I do as best I can down here to help progress that. Yeah, good to see soccer certainly on the up there in Limerick. Now, no doubt, obviously, Martin, you are keeping an eye on Pat's game against Legia Warsaw. Uh, a huge performance. Disappointing, I suppose, to concede a late equaliser or that. But having said that, I know what Keith Fahey said. He made the point that he was uh, gutted, but at the same time very proud of the, the players and, and that kind of thing. It was a very good performance by Pat's. Yeah, I think, you know, Keith's statement there sort of would echo what most people would have seen, you know, uh, the lads can hold their heads very much high in terms of how they've represented the country and the club, and they're unfortunate not to come away with a victory. So I think, Liam, to be honest, I think they, they alluded to in the, in the pre-match comments, I mean, a 1-1 scoreline would be very much um, appreciated before the game. So, you know, they have that, they have the advantage, um, they've shown that they're capable of giving Legia a tough game and, you know, hopefully next week um, they can go the whole way. It's good to see the Irish clubs do quite well in Europe, Martin, recently. I know Sligo Rovers, they might feel a little bit disappointed themselves of not having won even 3-0. Instead, they got a, a terrific 2-1 victory over Rosenberg. And it really is, as a league as a whole, Martin, I think it, it's really great to, that we have so many clubs that are really competing in Europe this year. Well, I think, I mean, it gives people, you know, to, to see that if we do things um, in the right manner and the right way, things can happen. That for me is the big thing, you know. We we need more help in, in the domestic league and domestic game. And by by seeing what Pat's accomplished last week, what Sligo have accomplished last week, you know, hopefully it'll get more people to say, you know, I want to be part of this league, whether it be investment, whether it be supporters coming to the game um, and, and bring it on to a level that, you know, it could go to exciting times indeed Martin and just before I let you go uh, going back to your time with UCD do you see this challenge now with Limerick as a tougher challenge a, a huge opportunity but do you think the league maybe has improved from your time when you were in charge of UCD um, I think uh, I mean with, with, with UCD and um, it's very much a development club for young players uh, I think with, with Limerick and most of the clubs in the league you know they, they want to you know be challenging they want to be uh, winning things they want to be challenging for European spots and um, you know it's the, the higher you go the higher the demand so um, I think from that point of view it, it, it's, it's it's a more difficult role but it, it's one that I'm looking forward to it's one that I'm relishing and you know again if we all roll in together hopefully again, we can bring success to the club and finally Martin I can't let you go without getting your predictions for the league obviously Limerick are going to want to throw a few spanners in the works of the title chasing pack we see Dundalk and Cork deadlocked there with Pats and Rovers then deadlocked in third and fourth is it too hard to call? It's probably is at the moment but I think again once it goes into the last set of games where everybody plays each other just one time again um, I think anything can happen to be honest Dave so it's it's very interesting it's, it's very tight and I think there's a lot of you know exciting football on the run and that's to be had so um, very much looking forward to it and, and we'll do as best we can to upset the teams above us and also do ourselves a favour in, in, in the wild well, No doubt you will Martin I wish you the very best of luck in your new role as Limerick boss uh, thanks a million for joining us on the League of Ireland Gomez show and continued success and onwards and upwards for Limerick this year Thanks Dave
You're listening to League of Ireland Goalmouth. That was new Limerick manager Martin Russell on there. And as we mentioned, some great results for the Irish teams in Europe. Sligo Rovers defeating Rosenberg 2-1. Unfortunately, Derry lost at home 1-0 to Shakhtar Saligursk. And Dundalk lost 2-0 at home to Hajduk Split. But St. Patrick's Athletic came away from Legia Warsaw with a draw. And earlier in the week, I spoke to Goal Ireland's Jack Gallagher. Jack, I want to start by looking back at Pat's draw away to Legia Warsaw in the Champions League qualifier. Now, Keith Fahey summed it up nicely, saying that the lads were very disappointed, but proud all the same. Now, that's probably a fair statement, considering it was so close. I think it was well into the 90th minute uh, that the equaliser came from. But the initial aim was to go out there and keep the game alive, keep the draw alive. And that's certainly what they've done. Yeah, it was a difficult game as well, going away. Uh, especially in the Champions League against a team like Legia Warsaw. They've had success before in the Champions League. And uh, I know they might be disheartened by conceding a late goal, but that away goal is so crucial to us. And the performance as well was fantastic. You know, they held possession for the majority of the first half and they could have even had more goals when you look at the chances from Brennan and Forrester in the first half. So they can consider themselves very unlucky to not get more from the game, but they've been more unhappy with the result regardless. Yeah, they'd be delighted with the results, Jack. It would be a real scalp uh, to overcome a Polish side like Legia Warsaw, who have so much more big-name players at their disposal and you know so much more backing than Irish teams. But having said that, there is a chance of a bit of history being made here. Yeah, I think it is possible now as well, especially because the, if you get a good result away from home and if they get a good crowd in the home game, you know the fans could really make a difference for them. And they've played well and this season that maybe the result of the weekend but you could see at the weekend that they were more concentrating on this Champions League game that they had coming up and Bohemians are a very good side recently they, they play quite well and they were more deserving of their draw at the weekend against St. Pat's but I think I do fancy St. Pat's to go through now I really do I, I think a lot of League of Ireland fans will echo those sentiments Jack and it's great in terms of the Irish teams as a whole in Europe. I mean, we've seen the success of Derry, Dundalk and Sligo. Huge contrast from that of last year where it was really a bit of a disaster for the Irish teams in Europe last year. But, I mean, we see the likes of Derry with an emphatic victory. I think 9-0 on aggregate. I mean, they couldn't have asked for more than this, but it just goes to show the sharpness of the, the teams in the League of Ireland compared to some of their European counterparts like Dundalk had a, a big win over Jeunesse Esk as well and, and Sligo had a great win over FK Banga and it was their first win in Europe I think since 94 so a huge positive so far yeah definitely yeah. Uh, it's the contrast between this year and last year is crazy when I mean, you consider that last year I think maybe the Irish teams only got three draws out of the games and when you consider even just not even just the victories but the how emphatic all the victories were so like uh the lowest score between all those teams was 4-0 Sligo against Maga and that's an unbelievable result and uh, when you look at uh, the fitness levels of the players from Dundalk and Sligo and Derry in those games you could really notice the difference between them and uh, the likes of Aberswith town that Derry City played the Welsh team yeah, though, uh, they're only starting their pre-season and it really showed so that whereas Derry City uh, they look incredibly fit especially considering they had that break and uh, Peter Hutton talked about the fact that Derry didn't look very fit in the first half of the season but that break really changed the season for them and they looked fantastic in that game against Aberystwyth. 
It is. It's such a contrast from back in 2010 when Bose went over to play TNS, the New Saints, and were were beaten comprehensively four nil. Which was, you know, it just goes to show things have changed. It's probably fair to say, Jack. Yeah, there's a very good pool of talent in Ireland at the moment as well. There's a lot of young players coming through. When you look at uh, the form of the likes of Patrick Magahanney and Toil and people like that, you know, they're fantastic players, and they they're more deserving of the opportunity to play European football. So they are. It's exciting indeed. Now, you mentioned Derry's fantastic win and they're coming into their peak at the right time. Their league form as well has been really remarkable. Firing on all cylinders, we'd say. I know they hit five there uh, last week and their European form is, is being reflected in that. But tell us how much they've improved under Hutton. I know he came in with a, a job to do and it was very difficult um, ha- having what went on before that, Jack. But certainly a lot of praise should go his way. Yeah, definitely. I think the one thing he's found that Roddy Collins really failed to find at the start of the season was balancing the team, especially in the midfield, where at the start of the season they seemed either too defensive or too attacking. Uh, against the likes of Shamrock Rovers at the start of the season, they would have played Barry Malloy and Danny Ventra in the midfield. And there's no creativity in that field for all uh, their abilities. Passing and uh, pushing out one day to the final third just as one of those things. And then even when they played the likes of Athlone at home this season, uh, when they played uh, Patrick Magahaney on the midfield with Byron Malloy, they, they were very, very susceptible at the backs. So uh, putting uh, Byron McNamee on the midfield with Byron Malloy, with Tumlin out the right and then uh, Duffy out the left and then playing Patrick McGahoney in his preferred role and behind the strikers, it's really worked for them so far. And uh, a lot of it's down to Peter Hutton and also a lot of it has to come down to the form of the players as well. Duffy's been fantastic this season. Even at the start of the season, he was the real shining light for Derry. And now that Patrick Magahani and Roy Patterson are firing all cylinders, it's, I think, the only way is up for Derry at the moment. Yeah, currently in sixth position in the league on 24 points. But having said that, they have those European games, which are exciting as well for everybody concerned with Derry City. Just before I let you go, I have to ask you about Limerick. Uh, Martin Russell, new manager. Can he make a difference? I know they're currently eighth position in the league. A few questions were asked when uh, Stuart Taylor parted company with them. Uh, how do you think Martin Russell's going to do? Do you think he will make a difference? I think he will. You know, he has success. He's had success before at UCD and he had four great seasons there. And uh, Limerick, they have some good players to do. You know, Duggan in the midfield is fantastic. So he has, at times this season, he showed his tr- true qualities. But I think there is a lot of work to be done. When you look at that result, 3-0 at Aftalone, Aftalone, they've been very good the past couple of weeks, but they're not an outstanding team. And you would expect that Limerick, they put up more of a fight against the team they got. So I think they, they have a difficult couple of games coming up as well. So it's a hard start for them. I think they have Dundalk maybe next week or the week after. So if they get something out of those games, you know, bit of confidence and they could push up the table as well. It'll remain to be seen what happens there. Of course, changes in Limerick all the time, really. It's a club that seems to be always on the move. Jack Gallagher, thanks a million for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. And that's where I have to leave it on the League of Ireland Gold Medal Show this week. A huge thanks to all my guests. I'm Dave O'Grady. We'll chat to you soon. Mm-hmm.